let's do the thing. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. Uh, I'm Chris. I'm Mike. Mike sounds sad. Mike is fucking exhausted. Poor Mike. I hope you watched uh, Mortal Kombat today. Uh, Well, today on my channel, at some point in the future, on Mike's channel. It'll probably be up today. Uh, I noticed last week was the first time in, like, weeks yours had gone up on Friday. I was like, ooh, Mike. Yeah, I I found some spare time last week and was actually able to edit both videos ahead of time. But since I had to uh, re-edit this week's for uh, for the <laughs> pee break, uh, it is currently uh, exporting as we record this. Mike and I played for 12 and a half straight hours and he finally had to pee. Yep. Because that's how we recorded it. We just sat down and played for, it's a 24-hour tournament and you're halfway through it. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't surprise me at this point. Hope you enjoy the next 24 episodes. So, 48 um, episode fucking series. If it hits 40 episodes, I think we're just going to concede that no one wins. Yeah, then it's a draw. Time limit draw. Fuck it. Mail the belt to Tarv. <laughs> What's this belt for? I don't get it. Hey, my NHL series is already up to 17 episodes, so I don't know what we're bitching about. I just, I just finished episode 10 of The Amazing Spider-Man. See? 24 is not even that many. No. But I mean, like, 24... I, I feel like the first five episodes were great, and the last few episodes have been great, but in the middle, it was just kind of us dicking around. Yeah. that The, like, 300 point, eh, whatever, I can make this up later. Yeah, as it's come down to us being in within, like, 30 points of each other and it going back and forth. <laughs> right towards the end. Oh, my God. Uh, this week's especially... I guess I can. I mean, I can, I can give spoilers since it went up today, and you've already watched it. I'm well. No, it's gonna go up after this. I guess I can't. <laughs> I don't think it matters. Nobody, nobody watches this and listens to the podcast. Yeah, I, I've but seen both of our numbers for the uh, the episodes on Mortal Kombat, and no one's <laughs> no one's watching those. My uh, uh, my my friend back home who watches these, she sent me a message the other day. She was like, "I saw that one episode," and I was like, "Hugs for Mike. Why does Mike need hugs?" Is Mike sick? Is Mike okay? And then I watched the episode, and I was like, oh, Mike needs a hug. Hey, is this girl cute? I can... <laughs> I'm always Mike... up for hugs from attractive women. Mike, how have you been? Uh, like I said, just fucking exhausted. Just exhausted and playing hockey. Yep, and I, I hate life. Regular Wayne Gretzky, this motherfucker right here. Uh, that's the only hockey player you know, isn't it? Regular Mike Messier, this motherfucker right here. Uh, Regular B- Brian Boitano, this motherfucker right here. <laughs> oh god, I dropped a thing. <laughs> I did not realize that that had a cord attached to it. <laughs> Whoa! You should buy those uh, that are battery-operated, Mike. What? I don't know. Exactly. But whatever it is, you should get a battery-operated version of it. I should get a battery-operated Xbox headset. Yes, you should. Oh, wait, what? I just saw what it on my desk. I was like, what the hell is that? And I picked it up, and it was the like plug-in side of the headset. Picked it up and just fucking threw it across the room. What the fuck is this? Oh, it's a thing. But by, by the way, I don't know if you saw my tweet. What a fucking future we live in. They released an update for the Xbox One controller. Yeah, I saw that. It's, it sure. genuinely... It, 
Hmm? I'm sure that I got it. There was an update pack the last time I fired the thing up, so... Well, you have to manually install it to your controller. Like, you have to plug the controller in with a USB cable and install it. And what it does is, like, your controller goes from taking five seconds to connect to the Xbox and boot it up to taking two seconds. Huh. Which is, like, a notable difference. Like, right away, I was like, oh, that's wave. Like, you know, it blinks, like, three, four times when you first boot it up. No, it blinks once, and then it's like, okay, we're on. I don't think I have a setup to plug my Xbox controller in. It's just a it's just a micro USB port. Oh, that's right. You have an iPhone. I was gonna say I've got like six of those laying around the house. But you, you have about and I'm like yeah. I don't have I don't have any Microsoft equipment. I have an Xbox. That is all they're getting from me. Oh, micro USB. But it's, it's just a, a tiny. It's not a Microsoft standard. It's just a USB standard. Oh, well, you were saying like your the phone and stuff. What whatever. It's the same connector every phone except Apple uses. <laughs> like, literally, every phone except Apple uses a micro-USB connector now. And then I'm sure I could steal my dad's. Yeah, I got a... I broke down and bought a, a plug-and-play kit for my X-Bone controller, because I am not going to just keep buying batteries for that fucking thing. Hey, I've had mine for two months now, and the batteries that came with it are still working. Congratulations, Michael. So, there's a thing. Which is longer than any stock batteries have lasted on any piece of equipment that I've ever gotten. <laughs> oh my god, what a fucking week this has been. Uh, I'm sure you saw the Spider-Man news that came out this week. Yes, finally Disney and Sony have stopped their dick-waggling contest and decided to work together. <laughs> they decided to waggle their dicks together. <laughs> That's a weird thing. The old cinema Dutch rudder. No. Nothing? No. Nothing? No, after months of they're probably about to do this, uh, it's a joint venture between Marvel Studios and uh, Sony Pictures to allow Spider-Man to show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe while still allowing Sony to make such highly anticipated movies as Spider-Gwen and The Sinister Six. Well, I guess like after the build-up that they gave it in Amazing Spider-Man 2, they can't yeah. not follow through with The Sinister Six. But here's the thing, though. Uh, because of the deal with Marvel Studios, they are not only going to have a new director, they're going to recast Spider-Man. Garfield is out. Yeah, I I did see that. And I'm I'm fine with that. I liked Garfield as Spider-Man. But um, the only thing that I don't want is a new origin. Yeah. I'm hoping that since he's showing, like, supposedly he's going to debut in Civil War, which is uh, early next year. Like, next March? April? Really? That quick? That quick. Because isn't that Cause I, isn't that supposed to be the third Avengers movie? No, no, that's the next. That's the third Captain America movie. Oh, uh, oh, yeah, well, nah, uh, May, May two thousand sixteen. Okay, wow. So Civil War is going to be the next Captain America instead of Avengers, huh? Mm-hmm. Now the next Avengers is Age of Ultron, and then the next one after that is in twenty eighteen when it's Infinity War Part One, or maybe it's twenty seventeen. That's right. 2018 Infinity War Part 1, and everything post-Civil um, War got bumped back about six months to make room for a Spider-Man solo picture. Where uh, we're going to get his origin again. I really hope we don't. Um, it will be a younger Spider-Man. I would not be surprised if it's Miles Morales, to be honest with you. Um, but there's also a possibility that maybe Sony's going to go forward with a Spider-Man movie based on, based on Miles Morales and let Marvel keep dicking around with Peter Parker. It's if hmm, I don't know. It's weird. It's a thing. But I know. What matters... I know. Miles Morales is is very popular, uh, and I don't necessarily have a problem with him being the new Spider-Man in the movies. 
Mm-hmm. But like we've just said numerous times, I don't want another origin story. And if they go with Miles, it's going to be another origin story. And it's like if they just run with Peter, then it's like, okay, we've already had that set up fucking twice now. We can just go into more adventures of Spider-Man, and now he just gets to chill with Iron Man, Captain America. At least they did Miles. Miles does have a drastically different origin. But it's still just another origin story. How got to happen at some point, Mike. I'm... I'm... Maybe they'll just uh, bring back Tobey Maguire and just keep going from there. There you go. Please don't. No. Because then Sam Raimi will come back and fuck that guy. Isn't, isn't Tobey Maguire like 40? I'm Spider-Man, you guys. <laughs> as, he wa- as he wanders up and looks older than Captain America. Uh, well, hey, Captain America was frozen. So it's he's, he's maybe, older than he appears. Maybe we should freeze Tobey Maguire in a, in, a, in a big... I was going to say a big ice cube, but that was an iceberg. I don't know what he's done since the third Spider-Man. I don't think I've seen him anywhere, so... Uh, a whole lot of nothing. Yeah, so... If we froze him, no one would notice. <laughs> We'd forget about him. Yeah. There'd be an expedition in like 3126, and they'd be like, who's that? And they'd hear, I'm Spider Man. Like, Andrew Garfield? No! Oh, and then he just pulls the ice back over him. Just a big ice. Oh. Sad face. So that's your that's your Marvel universe for the future now. It's all Spider-Man all the time. I I expect that's going to change how the cinematic universe is treated significantly. Yeah. Cuz so far it's been very much built around the Avengers. Now I imagine it's going to start being built around Spider-Man, especially with them having been in a position now where they're having to look at recasting the original Avengers because the contracts are coming up, blah blah blah, and now they can be like everybody's different, but look Spider-Man. Yeah. No, it's I, I, I don't want them to do that. I, I'm, I, I'm glad that they got Spider-Man back because he is such an integral part of the Marvel universe that it's kind of felt weird with like knowing that he'll never be able to show up in any of these movies. But now that's right. That's possible. But these movies have made me give a shit about the Avengers characters that I have never given a shit about before. Yeah, I I think I mentioned that on here a while back. Before you had these Marvel Cinematic Universe franchise, uh, I mean, the Avengers weren't shit. There was a time when there was one Avengers book, and it was about to be canceled. Yeah. Um, I, I think the only reason it held on for so long was because of, like, nostalgia. Well, nostalgia and also that was, was Stanley like, and Kirby's deal, so we got to yeah. hold on to that. Well, I mean, nostalgia and also it's kind of the uh, you know here's here's all these characters that we have nothing else to do with. We'll just put them in here, and they could be doing something. Yeah, that, that's why uh, there was there's been four hundred different fucking Avengers members. That's why technically every one of the Marvel Universe, I think, is an Avenger at this point. Yeah. I mean, I remember the the like mid nineties, right before Heroes Were Born, the the leather jacket era Avengers where they all had matching leather jackets because they were all like the Z listers that had, it was like the black Knight and Hercules and Cersei and crystal. And it was bad. Yeah. But yeah, it's like these characters like Iron Man, who who the fuck cared about Iron Man before the movie? Nobody. Exactly. Well, there was that little bit of time there where uh, Warren Ellis was writing him where he was hot shit. But uh, even then, it was like the the public recognition for these characters is skyrocketed. Yeah. So it's like to 
to have built them up like this and then be like, oh, now we have Spider-Man in here. Uh, bye, Iron Man. We're not friends anymore. I've got a new friend. Spider-Man's like, later, Avengers. I uh, I know I'm crazy for saying this, and I know it'll never happen, but I'm, I'm going to level with you, Mike. Rather than a Spider-Man movie, I would like a Spider-Man Netflix series. Hmm. I would much rather see them try to do that and do something different than just keep throwing Spider-Man movies at the big screen and see what happens. Have them show up in your Avengers movies, have them do your tie-ins, but I'd, I'd much rather see, like, a... Especially if they have to explore his fucking origins again. I'd like to see a, a series that actually does that justice and doesn't just go, he got powers and then shit and drama and look, high school graduate. He got powers at the same miraculous time as this other guy uh, took his own juice and became evil. And <laughs> That sounds really terrible when you word it like that, but that is the plot of both <laughs> Spider-Man premiere movies. This guy drank his own juice and turned into an evil green monster. Wow, they really are both just the same movie, except the second one was like, and his dad was really, like, super spy. Yeah, the first one was uh, Peter Parker's a wrestler, and the second one was uh, Peter Parker's He's... dad is a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. Well, you gotta remember, the distinction was in the first one, Peter Parker is a wrestler, and in the second one, Peter Parker is a dick. <laughs> well, he's kind of a dick in the first one, too, let's be honest. He, but, like, the entirety of both of those movies, and you and I have defended Amazing Spider-Man 2 to the death, but in both of those I, movies... I haven't defended the second one to the death. It's not as bad as a lot it's of people said it was, but it, no, it is kind of a rough, rough it's one to a, it's, it's two very good Spider-Man movies with one really shitty one mixed in there. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, the defining trait of Peter Parker in both of those movies is what a little shit he is. Which is actually the Peter Parker I prefer. Like, super dick asshole Peter Parker? Yeah, snarky. I, I like a, a, wink, snarky, wink, nudge, nudge. a snarky, smart-ass Peter Parker opposed to the, I'm sad all the time because I have powers. My powers make me sad. I'm a superhero and the whole city loves me except for this one newspaper guy and that man. Like, fuck off. <laughs> This, of course, makes the movie Wonder Boys the significant first Avengers crossover because that's the movie with uh, Iron Man and Spider-Man and Ant-Man and um, uh, uh, Katie Holmes is in it, so there's a little DC Comics in there, and that's also the movie where Iron Man and Spider-Man bet each other. What? You ever saw... It was a, it was a like early 2000s Michael Douglas movie about a writer, and there's a, a Tobey Maguire's in it, and Robert Downey Jr.'s in it, and Robert Downey Jr. is some sort of flamboyant bisexual who... Takes Toby Maguire to bed, and I'm like, oh my god, it's this is gonna be fun. Spider Man and Iron Man had sex. Captain America's really sad about it. <laughs> Tony cheated on me with that Parker kid. The uh, section of the internet that likes to uh, role play that Captain America and Iron Man are lovers and they're raising Peter Parker as an adopted son must be <laughs> really excited about this news. Uh, I did not know that there was a subsection of the internet that had that as their headcanon. <laughs> How do you not know that there's, I mean, how does that surprise you? I mean, I, I knew about the the shipping Cap and Iron Man. I, I didn't know that they were raising Peter Parker as their adopted son. <laughs> I mean, there's also the, like, uh, uh, some guy who does, like, an Instagram show where CM Punk and The Undertaker are lovers. Well, that just, come on. That's <laughs> clearly. I mean, you saw the lust in their eyes in their match. 
He covered himself in Paul Bear's ashes for love. Ew. <laughs> Undertaker's eyes said shock and awe, but his heart said, I can't wait to wash that off of you, punk. Uh, this is taking a very strange <laughs> turn. I don't like it anymore. Oh, Mike, who would you cast as Spider-Man? Any ideas? Uh, depends on which one they go for. Let's assume, because odds are, for Avengers, it's going to be uh, white bread, old school, wheat cake eating, Aunt Doton, Mary Jane, <laughs> dropping the ball with <laughs> Peter Parker. Ah, uh, oh, shucks, guys. Shoot. I, yeah. Now, the front runner right now is this kid named Logan Lerman, who I don't fucking know. Uh, he was in the Percy Jackson movies, evidently. Logan Lerman? Logan Lerman. He already has a comic book name. That Logan is a very, Lerman. like, nerdy-turned-superhero name. It could just be Logan Lerman in the movie. Uh, the front runner right now is Logan Lerman, who was in the Percy Jackson movie. Also, this kid named Dylan O'Brien, who was in the Maze Runner. I don't know who either of these kids are. Neither do I. Uh, based off their looks, I would go with the Lerman kid. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. The uh, Dylan O'Brien has kind of a... Uh, excuse me. Good Lord. There's a word I'm looking for. Got kind of a light 90s Peter Parker vibe going on. And, uh, but I, I did spend last night like flipping through old Spider-Man comics because they have the greatest covers ever. How old is Donald Glover? He's 31. Okay, he could be Miles. Miles is in his origin story like 12 years old, man. Look at Donald Glover. <laughs> I'm so... Hey, man, I'm 12. He's 31 years old, but look at him. I've seen him. I'm aware of who Donald Glover is. Yeah, he could he could pass for as young as 14, so he could be mild. Oh. I, um... Eh. Of course, they probably won't go it, that route, but, uh, yeah, I'm looking at him right now. and Like, yeah. yeah. I've op- Mike's opened up his folder labeled Donald Glover's smiley face. <laughs> I'm not saying that doesn't exist. No. <laughs> He will neither confirm nor deny the existence of his Donald Glover love folder. Donald Lover. I will deny the existence of that. <laughs> and that will be a lie. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't... Uh, I I speculated to a friend of mine, I was like, I wouldn't... I could, I could envision them throwing Peter Parker in Civil War, and uh, for the big, like, shock ending of Civil War that will ultimately bring all the sides back together and realize this is fucked up, kill Peter Parker... <laughs> and then your Spider-Man solo flick is Miles Morales. Like, when does Avengers two come out? May? Uh, May, like in a few months. Now, it, there's a very there's a possibility they could sneak him into the end scene, into the stinger. That's what I was just but, gonna say. It's like, but how I mean, much they, you want to bet that they're they are rush shooting a scene are, with Spider-Man to shove him into the end? I'm sure they are racing a clock to, against the clock to do it. But that movie's already in post production, man. It would take a miracle for them to get everything in line, to get the suit designed, to get everything to go. It's fucking um, Disney. <laughs> they, can, they control time. Exactly. Some Disney exec comes on TV and he's like, there are two Novembers this year. Think about just, like, how big Disney is and how many people they have working for them in a creative capacity. You don't think that they could hammer this shit out? I mean, it's possible, but these Marvel movies have not made a fortune off of hammering shit out. Oh, they, not the whole movie. They hammer out 15 seconds to throw on the end. It's the hand comes into 
comes into frame and shoots a web across the screen. Like Iron Man and Captain America are like, wow, that Ultron battle was shitty. Hey, what's that? And there's Spider-Man swinging through there. And they, what? And then credits. Tony says, I want one. <laughs> As he leans in for a slow kiss with Captain. What? No. Oh, on that section of the internet again. So yeah, like they. It's a, possible. A real I quick would be... thing, they could do it real easy. It's possible. I, I wouldn't be surprised. I would... Especially if they're working Words. with Sony on it. They don't need to bother re- remaking a costume or redesigning a costume. They just use the one they already used. Yeah, they just got to hire a kid that looks exactly like Andrew Garfield with his build and everything. They don't even need to... They could CGI him in. Just a CG Spider-Man in the distance. Yeah, they don't need to, like, have a conversation with him or have him take his mask off. It's like, hey, there's Spider-Man. And <laughs> it's just the CGI suit. It doesn't even need just, to be a real person. I'm just thinking of that like late 80s, early 90s Spider-Man commercial for one of the video games that had a CGI Spider-Man and Venom in it, and it was really bad. Yeah, except it's 2015, Chris. <laughs> no, it's not. CGI, it's still 1990. CGI so, animation has come a little bit since then. No, Mike, it hasn't. It's still 1990. Shut your mouth. Jesus Christ. How are they going to do that? They have to get a guy that just looks just like Andrew Garfield to make it work. How would they possibly do that? They don't have to. It could be a fucking cartoon. (laughs) God. Mike, are you you volunteering to animate Spider-Man for the Avengers Age of Ultron stinger? No, because animation sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Spoken like a true animator. I mean, I would do it, but God. If they came to me and they're like, Mike, we need this rush job. We need Spider-Man zipping through the city. I'd be like, I'm on it, but... Here's here's $500. But I, I am not the person that they would want to have do that. Why is Spider-Man a stick figure? Hey, it's hard to make stick figures in CGI. It's hard to make is... flat, flat 3D work. Why does this look like it was rendered in Poser? Because it was! It was. Shut up! I already spent your money. Fuck off, Sony. Um, I I guess it uh I, I guess it also bears to mention to get into before we uh before we talk about wrestling. Shitty week to be Seth Rollins. I looked at uh, the the Dan- the Donald Glover pictures and there was a picture up in the corner for the old Glover N sixty four game that made me giggle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, I remember. <laughs> I remember Glover. Oh, hey, speaking of gaming, did I um. Did I <laughs> Bad tell week you... to be Seth Rollins. Hey, remember Glover? That was a good game. <laughs> Real quick, random thought while I'm thinking about it. Did I tell you about my, my gaming find I picked up the other day? Possibly. I found a like Model 2 Sega Genesis complete in box for $15. Oh, I did see you say something about that, yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty fucking rad on my shelf. <laughs> The the general consensus. I will ask what I will ask what you think, Mike. I have posed upon numerous people. Do I keep this because it looks awesome on my shelf, or do I flip it for an easy fifty dollar profit at least? Because I already asked one friend who runs a retro game store, and he said they've got a Model Two complete in box, and it's going for a hundred dollars right now. Hmm. This is the general consensus, and what I'm kind of agreeing with right now, which is keep it on the shelf, but don't get too attached to it, and flip it when I need money. Yeah, I'd go with that. One of my friends was like, he's like, dude, the value on that thing is only going to go up from here. Uh, the only thing missing from the box, it doesn't have the RF adapter to the TV, but I I probably have one of those for my other Genesis. 
And if not, I can replace it. Easy. You're going to restore the RF adapter. Just be like, hey, <laughs> full gen- full Genesis in box. Come and get I'm it. Braid a new RF adapter. Interestingly, even though it didn't have the RF adapter, it did have the cable to connect it to a Sega CD. That just made the price go down. <laughs> price go down. And But then it also it had a second controller in it, which I was like, I'm going to keep that to use with my Genesis that I that I have to hook up. And it just looks like this real shitty third-party Genesis controller, right? So wait, you already have a Genesis and you bought another one just because it was in the box? Yeah, pretty much. You fucking nerd. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I have the uh, Model 1 Genesis I had when I was a kid, and I was like, that's a Model 2 completed. But it was one of those things where, like, at the moment, I was like, I'm going to flip this for so much money. And now I'm like, it's going to look, because, like, even the box is pristine, man. It's great. I have one, but I'm going to buy this one just because. <laughs> Fuck. Jesus Christ. Give the forethought of Vince McMahon. Good lord. Sorry, Sega Genesis. You don't deserve the main event spot in WrestleMania this year. You're going to be played by Sheamus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but it had a second controller in it that I figured I'd hang on to. It just looks like a shitty third-party whatever uh, controller. But then I flipped it over and looked at the back, and it is a brand new blockbuster video Sega Genesis controller. That, yeah, that's what... I saw the picture of that you were like, yeah. hey, I found this in the box with my new Sega. I was like, what? Treasure trove of nostalgia. It's a weird fucking purchase, though. Jesus Christ. You've never bought anything? Uh, how m- you have a shelf of Power Ranger toys. Yeah, that I didn't have before. <laughs> well, I didn't have a, a Model 2 Genesis before. I had a Model 1. Well, I'm not going and buying, like, the second version of the Super Nintendo, just because, hey, what the fuck, why not? Of course you are. The second version of the Super Nintendo looked like shit. I'm not going out and getting a top loader NES. I do want one of those, but only because I don't have an NES. Actually, I'd like a Retron 5, but whatever. I'm not getting a PlayStation 2 Slim. I have one of those, but I got rid of my PlayStation 2 Fat when I got it. I also have an N64, a Dreamcast that I need power and AV cables for, but got for free. (laughs) You don't need anything to make that piece of shit run. You didn't like the Dreamcast? No, that was an overhyped piece of garbage. You are the only person I've ever met who does not have fond memories of the Sega Dreamcast. No, it was a terrible thing. Uh, There's a reason why Sega damn near went out of business after that piece of shit came out. And then I also have the the GameCube and the Xbox Classic hooked up alongside, you know, the previous or the previous generation of gaming and the Xbox. I have too many gaming consoles. I kind of collect them at this point. I have NES, SNES, N64, GameCube, Wii, uh, PlayStation One, Two, Three Sixty, and Xbox One. You don't have a Genesis? You want to buy a Genesis for a hundred dollars? No, I don't want a fucking Genesis. <laughs> Comes with Sonic the Hedgehog too. Oh shit! Sign me up. <laughs> I think I have the Sonic collection on 360. Yeah, I, I have I I have the Sonic collection on 360 and on PS2, and then I got Sonic One and Two for PlayStation Plus one time for free. That's, there is no shortage of Sonic the Hedgehog games in my house. Well, the thing about the Dreamcast, like, I'm the only person who doesn't have fond memories of it, is I remember just arguing with people about that after that generation. They were going, I love the Dreamcast. And it's like, no, that is almost what killed Sega. No, that is what killed Sega. <laughs> well, they're not dead, is what I mean. 
Yeah. They're, they're, they stopped making consoles after that stupid thing, but yeah. It's like, how can you enjoy something that almost completely ended a company? They, they dropped the ball on that. They shouldn't have released the Saturn, or they should have supported the Saturn longer. One of the two. Uh, the Saturn is what killed them. Well, yeah, I won't say it was the Dreamcast solely, but it, it was probably more the uh, Saturn and CD and all the other little fucking things yeah. that they tried to release year after year in the 90s. If, if they had just gone straight from the Genesis to the Dreamcast, the Dreamcast would have uh, killed it. But after making everybody buy the CD and the 32X and then the Saturn and then going, no, fuck it, here's the Dreamcast, uh, a lot of people just kind of were like, yeah, fuck it. We're going to buy this piece of shit, and that's how Sony ran the world for so long. <laughs> Anyways, Seth Rollins' dick was on the internet the other night. Oh, yeah, I saw that. That's not a big deal. No. Uh, it's it's interesting to know this was uh, supposedly a revenge deal from his fiance, ex-fiance now, I assume, because she found out he was cheating with a diva down in developmental. I thought she was <laughs> the diva in developmental. No. No, the Diva Developmental was the girl whose photo she posted to Seth's Twitter account and her Twitter account. Uh, and it, interesting to note, she waited specifically until Seth was on live TV to start posting this. <laughs> well, yeah, because he's busy and can't be like, yeah. oh, shit, delete that. <laughs> he walked out and just, boom, there's Seth Rollins' dick all over the internet. Interesting to note, also, it was on WWE.com briefly because they have the Twitter feed at the bottom of the profile pages. One guy was like, I'm on WWE.com right now, and Seth Rollins' dick is just all over the bottom of this page. Oh, God. Uh, That was disabled on Seth's profile shortly afterwards. Yeah, I would imagine so. (laughs) Hell of a week to be Seth Rollins. But, again, not a big deal. Not as big a deal as everybody's making it out to be. It's. I mean, uh, yeah, I've I've seen things that like people are acting like this is gonna end his career, or he's not. He's not gonna. Hmm? Mike's seen Seth Rollins' dick so many times. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's hardly a thing anymore. Well, you saw I tweeted the Seth Rollins wiener pic, right? <laughs> yes, the hot dog. The picture of Seth Rollins dressed in a hot dog. I thought that was really clever and nobody seemed to appreciate it. But, yeah, it's like people are acting like this is somehow going to derail his career. and it, it was a vengeful ex with a, a picture from when they were together. Who cares? And and much like I, I mentioned during the, the Fappening nonsense, because I've seen a few people who are like, you know, if they just wouldn't take pictures like these, they wouldn't have them to spread. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. It's like the one guy that we got into it with during all that that was saying that they shouldn't take pictures like that, and we're like, well, no, people shouldn't no. steal them. And he was like, well, people shouldn't steal my bike either, but I still keep it locked up. It's like, that doesn't make the person who steals it any less of a criminal. <sighs> yeah. Um. If... if uh, Stop being, stop being assholes, people. Yeah. Don't be dicks. That's what, that can be the <laughs> thing that boils down every conversation. Don't be an asshole. Don't be an asshole. You know what, you know what she should have been, Mike? Hmm. She should have been a star. A star. <laughs> no bullying. Be a star. Show tolerance and respect. And don't, not people's wieners. <laughs> it does not stand for show tits and Rollins. Yeah, but, that was stretching it. That was yeah, stretching that it. was really stretching it. That was really stretching it. But hey, yep, yeah, not a big deal. I I imagine it'll get blown over relatively quickly. You know, it was a big deal. <laughs> the Sting segment on Raw. I didn't get to see Raw this week. Oh, so you haven't seen the Sting segment? I've seen pictures of it where the weird fake Sting. 
So now the fake sting that was in the ring with Triple H. You've seen that picture. Yeah. Do you know who the fake sting was? No. Friend of the Raw Reactor, Heath Slater. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fresh off of his uh, domestic abuse sexual thing. abuse charges. He showed up on SmackDown this week. The Slater-Gator reunion happened. Yay. Welcome back, Heath Slater. Uh, no, the segment opens with Triple H coming out to the ring. This kicked off the third hour of Raw at 10 o'clock. For those of you who don't know, Raw is too fucking long. Um, <laughs> Triple H comes out and he's like, you know, I'm fucking called out Sting and I want his answer. Answering my question from a few weeks ago, which was, uh, what happens if Sting just says, nah? <laughs> Triple H just stands in the ring for 20 minutes. I bet he would love that, actually. Come on, Sting. Well, it, it'd be such a change of pace of what he does anyway. Pacing around the ring for 20 minutes, saying nonsense. Well, this time it would be in the middle of a pay-per-view, which is a three-hour show where nothing happens. No, wait, nothing changes. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh, no, I'm sad. It's raw on the network. <clears throat> so he comes out and he says, uh, Sting, I know you're here, blah, 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 blah. Sting, I want an answer from you. And the Sting Titantron starts up and the lights go out. Conveniently, except the lights on the in the ring on Hunter. And then a spotlight comes on in the background, and in the background is a guy dressed like Sting, standing like far back in the crowd by the entrance. And this happens like three or four times in different areas of the ring. Boom, 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 whatever. Fake sting. The old fake sting trope that I actually really enjoy. <laughs> uh, and then the lights go out, and when they come up, uh, Slater Sting is in the ring, which causes Triple H to go, ah, and uh, freak out and fall backwards. And then the lights go out, and it's supposed to look like Slater Sting disappeared, but the lights didn't go dark enough, and you can see him rolling out of the ring. <laughs> Uh, and uh, when the lights go out right before Slater Sting gets in the ring, there's a triple or there's a Sting graphic on the Titantron that says Triple H. And then Slater Sting's in the ring, and the lights go out again. And when they come up, the Titantron says, "I accept." You know what they should have done? What they should have got the old NWO fake Sting, fake Sting to come out there. Yeah, I really love. I hope we get to see it in WWE. They did it in WCW. They did it in TNA. I really love the trope of Sting hiding in plain sight by wearing a Sting mask. And I hope to God we get to see it sometime in WWE. Look at Chris acting like he knows something happened in WCW. He didn't know Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you, Mike. He didn't see any of that. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <sighs> I thought on the internet. So, what, like like the fan with the, the fake Sting mask and then he pulls it up and it's the real Sting? Yeah. That kind of shit. I love that. I think that's hilarious. Because it shouldn't work. It looks stupid. Like, you should be like, hey, wait a minute. The fact that he's in his gear should be a dead giveaway that that's the real Sting. But <laughs> that fan is really committed to his Sting cosplay. Man, man that fan is built like a brick shithouse. I guess that one wouldn't apply anymore. That fan is built like a... Like a shithouse. <laughs> like a regular old shithouse. Sting's never been that built anyway. That fan feels like a sock full of bees. <laughs> uh, can regular old shithouse be the title of this episode? <laughs> oh, it might have to be. It might have to be. Oh my god, not much else happened on Raw. Go fucking figure. Yeah, uh, it's not like they're building towards like their biggest fucking show of the year or anything. Uh, Paige got a win over Brie Bella. Woo! Uh, by the way, the latest the latest news making the internet is the revelation from uh, Total Divas that evidently Brie and Daniel Bryan don't use any kind of protection when having sex. Well, huh. these are the things the internet worries about. A married couple? What? 
Two consenting married adults have unprotected sex. Wow. Speaking of Total Divas, I meant to bring this up a while ago. I don't know if you ever picked up on this. Do you, do you know what Brie Mode actually is, according to Total Divas? No. I never watched the show, Chris. I haven't. I've only watched, like, the first three. But evidently, like, at the beginning of this season or something, on the show, Brie went into Brie Mode, which is Brie Sloppy Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> something to think about when she comes to the ring and goes into Brie Mode. So the uh, the Techno Chicken song is just her getting drunk? Her just wasted trying to sing along to something. <laughs> uh, the Goldust Stardust breakup is continuing. Uh, backstage, Goldust is like, hey, man, you're uh, you're dropping the ball, Cody. This has to stop. And Stardust is like, no, fuck you. I'm not Cody. Stardust. Leading to the inevitable brother versus brother match that's three years too late at WrestleMania. The brother versus brother match that everybody wanted when it was Goldust versus Cody Rhodes. I don't really want to see Goldust versus Stardust. The, fire, the ring's gonna be like a fucking finger paint collage <laughs> done, man. Uh, Dusty Rhodes is booked for Raw this week to help build this angle even further. So yeah, maybe Cody will dump the Stardust thing. I'm, I'm almost positive this has to be where it's going, because Stardust with Goldust makes sense. Stardust by himself, I don't think, would carry quite as well. I think it'd be great if Cody uh, went through some sort of multiple personality disorder and like one week he's Stardust and the next week he's coming out with the bag over his face like he's the old crazy <laughs> Cody Rhodes and then he comes out yeah. dashing Cody Rhodes the next week. He's got like it. a yeah. fake mustache on. Rotate all the rotate all the Titan Trons. One week they can just play the dashing Cody Rhodes theme and Mizdow can come out. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, Sinkar and Sandow had a match. They're still pushing this breakup angle with them. Uh, at the end, Sandow goes to put Sinkara in, of all things, a figure four leg lock, and Miz is like, no, that's my fucking move. And Ric Flair's backstage going, wait a minute. Ric Flair's backstage like, wait a minute, this wine bottle is empty. <laughs> Woo! Wandering uh, backstage in his underwear. <laughs> Charlotte's like, oh my god, Dad, no, please stop this. At least put your pants back on, Dad. Woo! I'm the nature boy! Woo! Come on, Rats, Space uh, Mountain. I'm your daughter. Go away, Dad. <laughs> Oldest ride in the park got the longest line. Woo! I'm just enjoying your Ric Flair impression so much. Woo! <clears throat> I told him at work this week I was going to make an audiobook to make my first million dollars, and it was going to be the Nature Boy Ric Flair and Randy Savage take on Skeletor. Because how great would it be about halfway through the book when Skeletor's like, what's that over there? And you hear, ooh, by the power of Grayskull. When he has He-Man's sword? Yeah. How great would that be? Randy Savage is He-Man now. <laughs> Come on, Ric Flair. And he points the sword at Ric Flair and Ric Flair like gets the cat's battle gear or whatever. <laughs> and he rides Ric Flair. I'd twist is that. The twist is that Ric Flair is actually Skeletor. You can't tell them apart. Whoa! Um, he like pulls off the skeleton mask and it's Ric Flair underneath. I was thinking Ric Flair would pull off the Ric Flair mask. <laughs> Savage, I got something to tell you. I am Skeletor. <laughs> he man, come ride Space Mountain. Mm-hmm. Um, he fooled also- me. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, that is a long line. Ooh, come on, Elizabeth. <laughs> Let's ride Space Mountain, Elizabeth. 
We're going up, Elizabeth. We're going up. Oh, and we're going down. Yeah. Ooh. Randy Savage needs a nap now. We have nothing to talk about, so let's do impressions of Randy Savage. I think if we did an entire podcast with Randy Savage and Ric Flair, we would be millionaires the next day. <laughs> uh, also of note from Raw this week, uh, what a varied and eclectic Hall of Fame class of 2015 we have. Randy Savage, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and confirmed on Raw this week, Rikishi. 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 And with a two-minute video package just full of dancing and assholes. Which I know that, like, the Rikishi gimmick was kind of what got him over, and everyone remembers that one. Mm-hmm. But he, he's he been in wrestling for 20 years. Yeah. He was in, like, the Samoan SWAT team, I think. I think that was the team he was in. Uh, he was the Sultan. You give me all this shit about not knowing wrestling things, and you're like, I think he was in, was it the Samoan SWAT team, Crush? Yeah, because I, I miss no one fucking tag team. You didn't know who the Road Warriors were. I know who the Road Warriors are. <sighs> Fucking look it up, then. Yes, he was in the Samoan SWAT team. There you go. See? And I even knew it! I even knew one of the teams he was in. Congratulations. You prick. Yes, I am. From 85 to 92. So, wow. Okay, so he's been he's been wrestling for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say Hall of Fame is due. Oh, absolutely Hall of Fame due. He's no Coco Beware, though. He's also been wrestling for... He's been going for like 40 years. I think he's still wrestling. <laughs> that fucking bird's gonna outlive him, though. You know he's replaced that bird like six times by now. Well, that's a... It's one of those parrots that live for like 200 years. I would like to find something about like the list of Coco Beware's birds and see if it really is the same original parrot. Because <laughs> he had the same Frankie the whole time. Apparently I'm not going to look this up while we're recording. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just checking. No, there's no mention on his Wikipedia page. We're going to probably forget to research this one entirely. Anyway, so that's all you have for Raw, really. It, it ends with a, uh, a, a five-on-two match. Uh, Rollins, Show, Kane, Mercury, and Noble versus Brian and Reigns. Uh, it ends with uh, Brian going to get the knee plus to win, but Reigns jumps in and spears Mercury and steals the pin and... Brian and Reigns kind of getting a hissy fit before Reigns storms out. Of course, you got to build tension for their match. You got to build tension so you can turn Reigns heel when your original plan for him at WrestleMania doesn't work out. Which is a huge mistake to turn him heel. Yeah. It's a mistake. I, I agree. I detailed I agree. last week exactly how they could save this thing, and they're they're not going to do it. That... No, that ship has sailed. By the way, uh, SmackDown spoiler for Thursday night, Big Show just randomly turns face in the middle of a match and punches Kane. Because <sighs> he's fucking due. He only turned <laughs> heel, what, in November? <laughs> like, the switch goes off and he's like, punch a bad guy. <laughs> Why'd you do it? I got all these strip malls, you wouldn't understand. I just, I read that and I was like, oh, fuck off. Damn it, why? <laughs> and now they both hold, like, the records at WrestleMania, or, uh, Royal Rumble. So next year they can eliminate each other? No, they're gonna have an over-the-top rope challenge at WrestleMania. <laughs> Isn't that just the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale? It was only the two guys, though. Mm. And you can't throw 
Big Show. How is Kane possibly going to win? No one can lift Big Show. <laughs> no one can lift the Big Show except maybe the Monster Kane. It's pretty great. Uh, the uh, the opening promo too is worth noting. Um, uh, Reigns and Brian are in the ring cutting a promo with each other. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie come out, and I can't. They of course like start doing their fucking hypocritical heel thing, but it hits the point where even the hypocritical heel thing uh, becomes stupid. Stephanie chastises Brian for stuffing Kane in a casket in a casket match. <laughs> She's like, how could you do that? Dead people go in there. And I'm like, it's a fucking casket match. What was he supposed to just... No, fuck it, never mind. And then... How could you light someone on fire in an inferno match? You monster. How could you lock someone up in a cage in a cage, in a cage match? match? That's where animals go, Brian. Animals poop in cages. And then she's like, Roman Reigns, you speared the big show last week. How could you do that? And Reigns is like, I didn't do it because I, I... Reigns is like, no, no, no. I did it because I could. And then he does this, like, 90s hip-hop arm cross pose and goes, mm. <laughs> it's like, here's your, here's your bright fucking future, WWE. No, I did it because I could. That's, that's Vince McMahon still thinking that's hip. <laughs> All right. Now tell her she's a mean old putty tat. God. <sighs> Even that, though I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet, uh, it sounded like uh, the NXT, NXT show. NXT special was amazing. I can't believe you haven't watched it yet. Now I feel like I can't go into it. Well, I didn't watch Ron. We went into it. But no, I, I read the results as it was going on. Read the results. Fantastic. Because I actually watched this one live. Yeah, I I was at work and I just have not uh, as recording this. I haven't had a chance to watch it because as we're recording this, it only happened like two hours ago. <laughs> by the time this by the time this goes up, Mike will have watched it. So the next week we can open with Mike going. By the way, you were fucking wrong about that. <laughs> everything uh, you said was wrong. That show was awful. Show I hate the wrong. internet. Those weren't the Road Warriors. <laughs> uh, I was Ming and the Barbarian. That wasn't even the Road Warriors. You were a liar, Chris. You know, God damn it, Chris. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> so um, we'll just, we'll just run these results down real quick. Hideo Itami defeats Tyler Breeze in a singles match uh, that I I really enjoyed. I'm, Tyler Breeze is growing on me, and I really like Hideo Itami. Yeah, I loved that. Like the first week that you saw Tyler Breeze, you're like, well, I guess his gimmick's working because I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> Uh, followed by Baron Corbin defeating Bull Dempsey in a no DQ match that honestly wasn't that long. Like the match started, and I was like, "I'm gonna go get a drink," and I come back, and I'm like, "Oh, he's he's pinned." That's, I know that's that's kind of what they're doing with uh, Corbin in that he has mm -hmm. really short, dominant matches. Uh, I don't think that it was yeah. Goldberg. I don't think it's good to do it against Bull Dempsey, who was like a guy who they were building up as kind of a monster, and I think. Yep. Right now, even, is a little too soon to have uh, uh, Corbin just squash him. But, uh, yeah, there's going to come a time when he has to actually do matches. And I don't know that this is, especially in a developmental capacity, I don't know that this is doing him any favors, having him go out and having quick squashes. Yeah. Uh, following up this, uh, Buddy Murphy and Wesley Blake retain their titles over the Lucha Dragons, prompting me to wonder why the Lucha Dragons aren't just on Raw yet, because if I was 12 years old and I saw the Lucha Dragons come out for a match, I would fucking love those guys. Well, they're not on Raw because they're tiny and Mexican. <laughs> well, so is Sin Cara, and he had a, he had a match with Sandow on Raw. 
So was Rey Mysterio, and you know he he outlasted some guy who had the record for the longest time in a rumble. <laughs> some guy, Darren Young's Darren Young's Re- Royal Rumble record. Hey, Darren Young's in trouble right now. Yeah, Darren can't Young is can't. Shh. Yeah. Can't have to go back. Can't have to go back to Hardcore Holly. Remember when Hardcore wrestler to uh, replace Chris yeah. Benoit with? You remember when Hardcore Holly told TMZ he was gay? Am I doing this right? <laughs> Am I doing this right? I remember when Titus O'Neil and Hardcore Holly were the primetime players. I want to say that now, actually. Just when they were on NXT. That was great. When everyone um, was calling Hardcore Holly the Black John Cena. Remember that? <laughs> he just looks like a Black John Cena. I would Hardcore love Bob Holly. Holly to listen to the show completely out of context. Be like, what the fuck are these kids talking about? Remember when Hardcore, or when Hardcore Holly had his party boy gimmick that pissed off CM Punk? <laughs> Uh, Finn Balor defeated Adrian Neville. I miss Hardcore Holly's big hair. I miss the big <laughs> spiky hair. Anyway, <laughs> Finn Finn Balor defeated Adrian Neville. Fucking awesome match. Uh, these two guys tried to fucking kill each other. Yeah, they're they're two not, European guys, of course. They not not quite on the level of Zayn and Owens, but we'll get to that in a second. That was a great fucking match. Uh, followed up by a fatal four-way match for the NXT Women's Championship. Sasha Banks defeated Charlotte Bailey and Becky Lynch to win the title. Really great match. Shame we can't get Divas matches like that on the main product. Made me sad, though. Why did it make sad? Because my girl Becky didn't win. Your girl Becky didn't win? My girl Becky didn't win. Although she I'm looks... hoping that, that her and Sasha can be friends again. Maybe, maybe they can patch things up. I hope so. Uh, there was a, a great moment. I'm trying to remember who it was exactly. I think it was Charlotte had uh, Sasha up going to she like picked up like a, a springboard slam i think it's called or whatever mm. and uh bailey just fucking hops in the ring grabs sasha's face and pulls her down or something looks like a code breaker looked fucking fierce i need to go watch this show it's a great <laughs> fucking match uh followed by, followed by an even better match Ke- kevin owens and Sami Zayn. oh uh Zayn did a his like bounce off the top rope thing to Owens while he was outside of the ring, mm-hmm. and I smacked his head on the ramp. Oh, like he kept going, and I, I, I hope it was selling it. If it was selling it, he sold it really well because it looked like he was kind of out of it for a few minutes there. Uh, match ends with Kevin Owens um, doing sort of the Brock Lesnar suplex thing, but with power bombs. Just yeah. keeps fucking power bombing Zayn over and over again, which led me to think I want to see Kevin Owens and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. <laughs> Power bomb suplex match. The problem with that, like I, I was thinking that too. I saw a lot of people comparing uh, Owens to Brock Lesnar because of that, and yeah. I, I, that was my immediate thought. Like, wow, Brock Lesnar versus Kevin Owens would be great. Uh, but then I'm remembering Kevin Owens is not as big as he kind of seems like he is. Yeah, <laughs> just, I'm just imagining like how many ways can you counter a suplex into a power bomb or a power bomb into a suplex? That would be just a series of brutal German suplexes and power bombs until one guy just cannot stand up anymore. The match, uh, really great fucking match. The match ends with Zayn uh, losing the title due to ref stoppage because they rule Zayn cannot continue. That's what the NXT doc that looks like Irish Eddie Guerrero said. <laughs> uh, which was, I mean, a fitting in for the match, but prompted me to scream, oh, fuck off, as loud as I could. No, I think that that's a a decent finish because I imagine uh, it's it's a good finish. What's going on? Zayn's on their tour in Abu Dhabi right now, and oh, so they, they got to get him off TV. 
Yeah, they had to get rid of him for a little bit. I imagine he's going to get the belt back soon, get a little bit of a proper run with it, because, I mean, he just got the belt at the last one, and then he was written off for, like, three or four weeks as injury from Owens. Uh, I I imagine he's on their short list to call up to Raw or SmackDown, though. But no, I'm, I I don't imagine he'll get the belt back at all, and I think that uh, with Neville losing, well, setting up uh, Baylor as number one contender... Mm-hmm. Uh, Owens having the belt, getting it off of Sami Zayn, and them taking the women's belt off of Charlotte. I'm betting that after WrestleMania, Charlotte, Neville, and Zayn will be on the main. Oh, roster. most definitely. Yeah, they're my bets. Uh, but now bear this in mind too, though. Triple H said in the uh, conference column this week, uh, by the end of the year, NXT is going to be a proper touring brand. Yeah. And you don't think they want to keep some of those like built-up stars on NXT for that? They've got plenty of people. They don't, I'd agree with that. They don't need to have Zane Neville and Charlotte on there. They you can... just want to see Baby Space Mountain on Raw. <laughs> as long as they don't treat her like they did on that match with uh, Natalia. What, just job her out? In December, yeah. Where it's like, hey, here's the champion of our other brand, and she gets demolished. <laughs> Make sure to watch our show. I th- I think the same thing when Charlotte comes out. What a very gorgeous, athletic woman. Oh, there's those Ric Flair jeans. Oh, God. She just looks at the camera a certain way, and you're like, there's a lot of Ric Flair in her. <laughs> no, she's great. I can't wait to see her come on Raw. I think she'll be a... I, I think Diva's kind of in that mold that Charlotte has is what's missing right now. I feel like you're Alicia Foxes and you're Camerons, and it's there's just not a lot of wrestlers in the women's division. There isn't, and it's a shame. Especially, like, when you're seeing shit like they're doing in NXT, and... Yeah. Like, people are still on that whole shit, like, oh, Divas match, that's a bathroom break, which pisses me off so much. And it's, like, because you've got a group of women in Florida right now who are killing it, and they could do the same thing on television, but no, they'd rather promote their stupid fucking reality show and give them only three minutes on television. It's a fucking shame, because these are the kind of matches, like, Paige was doing down there, Emma was doing down in NXT, and they come up to Raw and just, pfft, nothing. Yeah. So, uh, Emma's, I I think Emma's pretty much done. <laughs> well, she's back in NXT. Is she? They did. Oh, a, that's right, she is, yeah. They did a thing where she was coming back, and then, I don't know if they if it was on an episode already, but there's, she had a match with, uh, yeah. one of the chicks, the new one, Carmella, I think her name is. Yeah, came back and was like, yeah, I'm a fucking failure, but I'm going to come to NXT and get better, which means uh, they got to figure out a new gimmick for me because the dancing thing didn't work. <laughs> which I... That's what happens when you take somebody new and you say, all right, you're going to go to the ring with Santino Morella. Yeah. <laughs> well, Worked I th- out great for Kozlov. I think the uh, the theft thing, even, yeah, though like, it, uh... even though it was bullshit, it still kind of gave her a black eye. And Yeah. And so I, I think that that halted her momentum, and then they didn't really know how to come back from that. So maybe she'll be able to come back from it in NXT. I hope so, because she's really good. She's a lot better than her gimmick. I wish they would get rid yeah. of kind of the dopey dancing thing. It's the kind of Eugene thing, but instead of being disabled, she dances. Yeah. But yeah, because she's just a phenomenal wrestler, and I wish that they would let her do that and just be a good wrestler instead of like, hey, she's a good wrestler, but she's also kind of stupid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, great show. Definitely watch it if you can. The network is free in February. And uh, if you don't want to pay for the network, uh, steal that shit. Don't steal that shit. I'm gonna buy, say- the net- buy the network for NXT. You should. 
That and, I, I was asked by a, a fish. Yeah. Just the other day, he's like, "Hey, I'm thinking about getting the network or checking it out. Do you think it's worth it?" And I was like, "NXT alone is worth it." Yeah, NXT is worth it. The original documentary series they do, I think, are worth it. Uh, uh, Monday Night War. I haven't watched Twenty Four Seven yet, but I'm told it's very good. Yeah, I don't really care about Twenty Four Seven. They're like kind of day in the life thing. Yeah. But uh, I, Monday Night War is good. They've got a great documentary department, so when any of the documentaries show up, they're usually entertaining on some level, even though they like to rewrite fucking history all the time. <laughs> they really, really do. <laughs> you remember when Sting was never in WCW? They'll say in five <laughs> He was always in WWE. John Cena was 25 for 30 years. Now, the thing, the the one thing that keeps getting rewritten... And it's even, like, not even just in WWE. People have done it in interviews and shit as well. Is, uh, like, after the uh, the finger poke of doom. Yeah. That big thing. And then everyone was like, oh, yeah. And then the plan was that we reformed the NWO as, like, one big unit again after getting the belt off of Goldberg. And then he would spend the next year destroying everybody leading up to Starcade in December where he would beat Hogan and get the title back. But then he had to go and bust his arm all up, breaking out the window. And I, every time they tell that, I'm like, no, because he went to go do a movie, which is what killed that angle, and didn't bust his arm up until December. Right. But they always say that it's like, no, in January, after we reformed the NWO, he wrecked it by cutting his arm all up, putting it through a window. It's like, no, that's not how that happened. Was the movie the Looney Tunes movie he was in? No, it was the Universal Soldier. Movie. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that was such a big deal that he was in that movie, and then it was just like, who cares? But yeah, it's like that really. I think that that could have been a great storyline. Yeah, but uh, no, they a Goldberg screwed it up by running off and doing this horrible fucking movie, and uh, then they all always tell it as though that uh, him busting his arm up is what did it. Nope, that's not. Get your shit right. Huh. That's it for wrestling this week. By the way, one final note. Uh, the, the backstage report says that somebody saw The Undertaker and he uh, isn't looking good. Looks like he's about 60 and he's moving around like his knees are gone. So that rumor comes up every year. Look for The Undertaker to show up in two weeks. <laughs> the Undertaker looks like shit rumor always seems to predate The Undertaker at WrestleMania reveal. No, I... I would just as soon not have him wrestle at this year's WrestleMania. Not not necessarily because of the way he looks, just because, like, ending the streak. Yeah. If we like, just what's the point anymore? If we just don't see him anymore, then it's like, okay, that was his send-off. The streak's over. And maybe in a couple of years he'll be in the Hall of Fame. But it's like, we don't need to see him anymore. Just yeah. quietly <clears> ride <throat> off. Softly in the distance, you hear it. Rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> But no, like, wouldn't that be better if, like, that was just his last match? I'd be fine with that. I was saying for a while, if they absolutely have to bring him back, I think he should become a Survivor Series attraction instead of uh, WrestleMania. Pay homage to where he debuted, give him an extra six months to heal up before he comes back this year. If they absolutely have to have him, they should stick him somewhere else. Undertaker is not the WrestleMania draw. WrestleMania is the WrestleMania draw. Yeah. Uh, you can stick them on another pay-per-view like SummerSlam or Survivor Series, and you can boost the sales on that one. That's when he comes out on SummerSlam this year and be like, okay, I'm starting a new streak. Uh, <laughs> I've never been beaten. <laughs> I've never been pinned at Fastlane. <laughs> oh, I would love that, actually. 
I'm undefeated at Fastlane. And then Seth Rollins comes out and nails him with a briefcase and pins. Every year there's a new pay-per-view, and every year The Undertaker comes out and goes, I've never been pinned at this (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-view. I've never been pinned at Capital Punishment. Oh, God damn it. But yeah, it's like, I, I think that people are a little too hung up on, like, Undertaker shows up at WrestleMania. That's always when he shows up, unless he's injured. And it's like, I think it'd just be better if the, yeah. the streak ended and we just don't see him again. A he lot like your... Austin, where he just lost his match at WrestleMania 19, and that was his last match, and he just kind of faded away after that. Yeah. Uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see The Undertaker go in the Hall of Fame next year, since it is in his uh, home city. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would be That would be my suspicion. Uh, and I think I read somewhere that's kind of the plan right now, but who knows. And he's, he's like, one of the few guys who I don't want to see give, like, a, a Hall of Fame speech. Yeah. Like, have somebody induct him. Probably Vince. Have Kane? Vince, no, not Kane. Like, Kane's kind of the obvious choice just because of their history together, but it's still, like, that's that's a gimmick history. Yeah. Like, as for actually, like, two guys that have worked together for 25 fucking years. Have Ric Flair induct him as me and Mark Callis. Yeah. <laughs> Ric Flair and Paul Heyman. Have Heyman yeah, come out with it. the big brick like Zach Morris. Yeah. I'm Polly Dangerously. <laughs> fuck it, why not? But no, just like have Undertaker come out and like do his pose or whatever on the stage and that's his like acceptance speech and have him be like the last one of the night and that's it. I'd be okay with that. But yeah, I I I certainly don't think he needs to wrestle another match. No, I as I've said before, there's only really one matchup. Well, there's only two matchups left you really have to do, which would be The Undertaker and John Cena at WrestleMania, which I don't fucking care about. Mm-mm. And then The Undertaker and Sting, which, as we've mentioned multiple times, it's not going to be the match it would have been 20 years ago. Right. And Well, that's the thing with Undertaker, too, when he comes back, is like everyone's expecting Undertaker from 20 years ago when he could still go. Yeah. And he is not Undertaker from 20 years ago anymore. And then that's with the the Sting and Undertaker match. It's like everyone still has this idea in their head that they're 25 years old. Oh my god, it'd just be Undertaker and Sting drinking hot toddies and playing gin rummy. <laughs> Warm cardigans on. Oh, I would love that. <laughs> the lights go out, it, they come back on, Sting and Undertaker stand in the ring, and then real quickly guys come in and like set up a card table and they just sit down and stare at each other and start playing cards. A cup of cocoa next the to bells, it. The bells go off. Lightning strikes. Go fish. <laughs> we have a special commentator on here. Uh, Ric Flair, what do you think? Michael, I've been playing cards with Sting for 30 years now. <laughs> Woo. Best go fish player in the business. Woo. By God, Sting. Sting's got a pair of aces tucked up his sleeve. Oh, you gotta be careful of the stinger, Michael. Thanks for listening to Room Full of Nerd Stuff. That feels like as good a spot as any to just just stop. <laughs> if you'd like Michael to draw a picture of Sting and Undertaker wearing warm cardigans, drinking hot toddies, and playing gin rummy, make sure you send him a tweet at No Dice Mike, and if you could attach $10 to it, it would probably motivate him a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is presently losing his shit. Oh, God. I'm just loving this image of Sting and Undertaker in like big ugly full, Christmas sweaters. Full gimmick gear aside from the sweaters though. Yeah. Like the hat and the face paint and Sting's got a baseball bat propped up against the chair. Yeah. Uh maybe there's like an urn down by the by the table. 
there's a casket too, like outside of the ring, and uh, whoever loses just crawls into the casket. Like that's just the last you see of them. Undertaker's gone. <laughs> there's two caskets. Do they both just crawl in? They, yeah, they like get up after the game or whatever, shake hands, and just crawl into the caskets, and the druids drag them out, and that's the last we see of either of them. <laughs> Dave Meltzer's like, five stars! <laughs> <laughs> WrestleMania crowd's like, what, what's going on? What's happening? Thanks for listening, everybody. Anything else you want to say, Mike? No. <laughs> we'll see you guys next Bye, week. Bye, guys! Baseball! Woo! Woo! Bye, everybody. Bye.